This is the Leverage Advantage, sharing expert lessons on marketing, strategy, and teams to scale your business with your host, Fazil Musa. Hey guys, welcome back to the Leverage Advantage. Today we're very humble, very grateful, and very honored to have Sally Forrest with us. Now, Sally established Soul Center Academy in 2004 with Vikas Malkani. She's an author, much sought after inspirational speaker, and a mentor to women all over the world. She's also a certified franchise executive and has a business background in an MNC in the UK. Some of you might have heard of it, it's called Boots. Um, she chooses to give back to others uh, through her success by opening an orphanage in Thailand. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sally. You're welcome. It's great to be on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Sally, tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, what you do, and, and really how you got there. Sure, yeah. So I'm originally from the UK. I'm living in Singapore now, but originally I'm from the UK. And I was born into a very small village in the north of the UK called Ray, which is very near the Lake District. And it's a tiny village with only two streets. So um, I'm from a very large family. There are five daughters. And we were sort of brought up with not a lot of wealth. But we were, at a young age, we were given the idea that, you know, you have to fend for yourself, you know, get a good education, get yourself a great um, job and, you know, stand on your own two feet. So that's what I did. I started learning um, studying very well at school and eventually I became a pharmacist and I started working for this company called Boots which is a very big pharmaceutical company in the UK and I went on their fast track management um, um, system and every year every 18 months they were promoting me and I'd move location I'd move branch and I'd go higher and higher higher up there you know the hierarchy until eventually Boots decided totally out of the blue that they were going to open in Asia and they asked me to be part of the team to go and open the stores in Thailand, which was a great opportunity and something that, of course, I said yes to because I always say yes to these great opportunities. And that was my first experience really coming out of the UK and into Asia. And we opened um, 70 stores in three years. So it was very fast paced, very exciting, giving people jobs, you know, giving people great opportunities. But then after three years, and this is what happens to a lot of expats, you know, Boots said, look, you've done a great job in Thailand, but we actually want you to come back to England. And I was thinking, oh, you know, I really love Asia, but I want to stay in Asia. But they said, no, we want you back in the UK. And we want you to work on downsizing the company, downsizing the head office. So this meant you went from giving people jobs and giving people an opportunity to suddenly going back to the UK and making people redundant, you know, downsizing literally means you're making people redundant. So this was one of those turning points in my life where I just knew, you know, even though I was starting to do that job because my work permit depended on it, I just knew I wasn't following my heart. I wasn't being true to myself. I wasn't being authentic because every morning, you know, I'd wake up and I'd go and meet people and I'd talk to them about being made redundant. And I realized that people had given everything to their life and suddenly they were just a number and they were got rid of. And so after 18 years in very senior management, I just one morning I woke up and I thought this is not for me anymore. And I just had the courage to quit. And, you know, all of my friends, all of my family thought I was a bit crazy. And, you know, you're such a career girl. And why are you giving up this great job? And why are you giving up this great opportunity? But I just knew I wasn't being authentic. I knew I wasn't following my heart. And I knew this wasn't the life for me. So, you know, it was one of those moments I quit and then I decided I was going to take myself back to Asia, which I did. 
And I'd always had the passion to give back to Asia. And this is when I decided to do the work and open an orphanage in Chiang Mai. So uh, that was in 2003. And um, I brought myself back to Asia. And I haven't looked back since. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about that transition, though. It must have been, um, it must have been really scary, wasn't it? Like to to leave a pretty cushy job to to absolutely come to Asia and start your own business, really. Yeah, because you know when you're senior management, you know I had 400 staff, and you know I was running a multi-million dollar business, and particularly when I was in Thailand, you know, when I gave my business card, the doors would just open. Everybody wanted to meet you. Everybody wanted to network with you because they saw you as a mover and a shaker. And then, you know, once I gave that up and I talked to people about, you know, I'm going to start an orphanage, it was almost like, you know, who is this woman? You know, she's got no status, no, you know, nothing that we can get from her. So it was a really big transition. And it made me realize that people judge you for all the external things of life. So it gave me a lot of courage and a lot of confidence to really just show the world who I am as a person and not be too concerned about all these external trappings that everybody gets, you know, hung up on. Because, you know, I gave up the BMW, I gave up the big job, I gave up the house, you know, and I brought myself back to Asia. And I actually spent six months working in and to open this orphanage with the Hill Tribes where people had nothing. And, you know, that was one of those moments where it really took me on this journey to understand the mind and the body, because in the West, as soon as you fall sick, you reach for a medicine and you heal yourself with medicine. But here I was with the hill tribes and they were falling sick and people were just doing, you know, turning to grasses and, and you know, herbs and healing themselves. So it took me on this whole journey to understand the mind body. And why is it that in the West we're so conditioned to take external medicine and yet here we are in Asia and people are, you know, trying alternative healing. So that's, that was a big um, awakening for me because that took me then on this whole journey to understand meditation and Reiki and the mind and Chinese metaphysics and all the unusual things that I started to learn. Awesome. Now you mentioned Reiki and I know that's something that you, you do a lot these days. Yeah. Um, you, that's where your business, uh, that your, your, your current business surrounds itself around Reiki. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so our business has got a few pillars, but the two main pillars are meditation, which is all about understanding the mind, and Reiki, which is about healing yourself. So your body can give you signals. So I believe that as soon as you fall sick, your body has moved out of ease. And that's why we have this thing called dis-ease. You move away from harmony, you move away from ease, and your body gives you a symptom. So with Reiki, what I do is I explain to people what is the emotion behind your illness? Why is it that you're attracting this illness into your life? And how is it that you as an individual can heal yourself? Because if the body knows how to become sick, then the body knows how to heal itself as well. It's just the reverse mechanism. So I do a lot of work with people on that. You know, we do a lot of work on understanding emotions, thoughts, and how our thinking leads to emotions, how our emotions lead to actions, how our body senses you know what's going on and how the body gives you signals that things aren't in balance and like you mentioned um earlier on before before we started taping that you know we talk about the healing you talk about the meditation and there's there's a whole holistic system that you mentioned called the life success method right tell us a little bit more about that yeah so i believe that every person is an individual person and that 
you know, you, everybody deserves and desires a life that they want to live. You know, it's individual to you. It's not preconditioned. It's not, you know, what, what we've been taught to, to live like. And most of us are conditioned. You know, we're told, get a job, get married, have kids, do this, do this. And that's what we're all doing. Everybody's doing exactly the same thing. But my view is that everybody is an individual. So the life success method, I work very much with people on an individual level and understand what is it that, what skill set do you come with? What is it you want from your life? And how are we going to get you on that path to achieving that? So we work through um, a lot of things like on Chinese metaphysics, meditation, Reiki, all of the alternative healings. We combine the best of everything and we help people really see what they're good at, what their focus should be and what path they should walk. So, for example, I've had clients who were bankers who were unhappy and they're now photographers and they're really happy. You know, I've had people that didn't have a job. They give up their job because maybe they had kids and they know that whilst that's rewarding, it's not what they want to do with their life. And now, you know, they've started their own small business and they're really happy. So it's trying to find individual balance for everybody as to what is it you really want from life? What is it you desire and what is it you des deserve for your life? It, it sounds like a lot of it revolves around mental and emotional peace being, being, um, at ease, like you said, at ease with yourself. And so it's your emotions are, you know, you're, you're at peace. And so your body is able to, to, to handle that. And I think I'm, for me, I'm a huge proponent, proponent of natural healing. I haven't been to a doctor in ages, actually. I haven't been to a doctor maybe in 10 years. Fantastic. Um, because I, I truly believe that, that Western medicine um, really just solves the the symptoms it doesn't yeah. go to the root of, of, of the disease and I also believe in the body's ability to heal itself yeah. um, how are, are are we able to to win over some of the the, the I would say the skeptics because mm -hmm. like I said I'm a I'm a full believer um, but I think there are a lot of people that 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 that, that are still a little bit skeptical about that yeah. But, you know, my view is when the person is ready, they will come. And I don't believe you have to go around um, persuading everybody to eat, eat your food. Yeah. You know, it's like if you go to a buffet, everybody will choose different things from a buffet. So what I'm offering, people will want and they'll enjoy it. But I won't force my food on anybody else because I think, you know, then it's all about me having an ego wanting to heal everybody else. But actually, the client has to come to me wanting to meet me, wanting to work with me, wanting to experience it. You know, and at Soul Center, we've had over 5,000 students. So, you know, we, we, we do deal with people from all walks of life. We always have fantastic results. And usually it's word of mouth. So one person comes, then she'll bring a husband, then the husband will bring the children, then the kids will bring their grandma. And, you know, it just spreads like that. You know, everybody, I think once people see a change in the person, then that change is evidence that, you know, what we do is working. Awesome. And tell us a little bit more about Soul Center. Mm. So Soul Center, we established it in 2004. I work with Vikas Malkani, and now we have a lot of our own teachers. So we really, we bring out the best in everybody. You know, we inspire people, we educate them, we empower people, and we teach them about, you know, transformation, enlightenment, all of these things that people want to ultimately achieve. You know, everybody wants success. Everybody wants significance. Everybody wants to leave a legacy behind. And that's what we do at Soul Center. These are the pillars that we work on. And um, 
you know, we have opportunities where people can become teachers with us. People can take our brand and they can take it globally. They can take it internationally. And we have a brand for adults, but we also have a great brand for children called Soul Kids, which is about self-confidence and self-belief for children from the age of five and a half. Because what, we, what we've realized is we work with adults and most of us are, as adults, our issues stem from childhood. So, you know, somebody said something to us when we were six and we still carry it, even though we're like 45, 50, we still carry that feeling from what happened when we were six. So we, we came up with this idea that why don't we give the children at a very young age the skills to develop self-confidence, self-belief, courage, you know, focus, individuality, authenticity. And these are, the, these are the skills that we work with on children. I love it. I love it. Um, tell me a little bit about what your big why is. What drives you? Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, everybody should live a life where they're just happy and joyful being themselves. I think a lot of us are conditioned and we sort of get into this routine. You know, I call it the golden cage where, you know, you start a job, then you have a family, then you have kids then you have bills to pay. And you're sort of in this golden cage of comfort, but you're not happy. You know, you're not happy doing, doing what you want with your life. So my why is to really help people find that there's more out there to life. You know, people used to say to me, you'll never make the same amount of money starting a business as you did in the corporate world. And I believed that for a while until I met Vikas. And Vikas said, but Sally, what if you make more money? And it was such a different shift in the mindset. And actually, after that day, then the money started to roll in, you know. So I say to people, look, it's all about joy. It's all about happiness. Don't keep yourself in a cage. Don't limit yourself. Have the courage to follow your heart. And then, you know, things will happen for you. What was that, what was that change when you flicked that switch to believe that you could actually make more money um, in a business than you did in a job, which is actually what I believe as well. Yeah. Um, you know, what changed for you? Yeah, I think, it, I think it's always about the mindset. You know, if you, if you work from a mindset of scarcity and not thinking that there's enough in the world, then you limit yourself. But the moment you start to think, actually, all I want to do is help people and give value to people and work from that mindset and don't even think about the wealth, then the money starts to come in because you're giving such great service, you're helping people, you're providing a service that people want. So that was the difference. It was the mindset. I love it. I, I'm, I'm really in awe and I, I really love your mission because I personally believe, I think that a lot of, I think most of the world is living in an illusion in terms yeah. of, you know, the, the priorities, the things that they value. Yeah. And, and for me, when my, my life completely changed, when I realized that, that everybody was chasing money and that wasn't, that's not what you should be um, striving towards. Yeah. Because I think the belief for so many people is that the more money I have, the more, the happier I'll be. Yeah. That's, that's such a false dichotomy. I think if you look at, at people who are, I mean, there are people who are incredibly rich that are not necessarily very happy or don't have a lot of joy. And there are people who have close to nothing and yet still have joy. So, you know, it's such a false dichotomy. It is. And, and yeah. I, I remember a client, and I vividly remember this client, and she came to me and she was going through depression and we were talking about things. And she said to me, look, she was living in Australia. She said, look, Sally, I have everything I want now. You know, I, I've got a child, I've got a husband, I've got all the money in the world. But, you know, I'm so unhappy. And I said, well, tell me when you were the most happy. 
And she said, you know, I was the most happy when we were backpacking and, you know, we had knives and forks that didn't match and we were eating off, you know, plates that were chipped. But now there's so much pressure on me to have the right tableware, you know, to have the right napkins, to have dinner parties. She says, and this is just a life I don't want to live. And this is what people start to do. You know, they, they forget when they were most happy. And often you're most happy when you haven't got all these external things that become a bind on you. It's almost like it's a burden for a lot of people. So my, my advice is simplify life, you know, make life a lot simpler. Excellent. Um, we're coming close to the end of the show. There's just a couple of things that I'd love to ask. And I ask everybody this these days. Um, how would you like to be remembered? How would I like to be remembered? Um, for a woman who followed her heart, for the woman who had the courage to follow her heart, and for the woman who had the courage to show everybody else that it's possible to do that. Thank you so much, Sally. I, I'm very grateful. I'm so honored that you chose to spend uh, your time with us sharing your insight and such valuable insight it is. Thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And my love to all your viewers. You've been listening to The Leverage Advantage. If you're wanting to take yourself out of your business so that you can do more of what you love, head on over to theleverageadvantage.com to find out how you can use our leverage system to build a fully automated marketing machine for your business.